we go into an area that's away from the desired location. That way, when the desired location is tampered with, we're not incriminated. Lieutenant Johannes, sir, isn't that an infraction in the community, smoking near flammable sources? You. Oh, oh sh- what, the, what are the inquisitors doing? Hello, yes, how are you, what are you doing, um, individual? This is where all the problems are coming from in our society, Johannes. I mean, Lieutenant Johannes. Comedy isn't allowed here. I know, it's an infraction. Stall as long as you can. Thumbs up. Well, as long as you didn't do anything to set anything out of place, we should be fine. <laughs> Smiling emoji with a sweat bead. <laughs> Just what? Sure. Welcome back, foundlings, to another episode of The Odd Campaign. I am Quentin, your GM here, and I have a wonderful full table of players ready for a good old-fashioned showdown. Well, hello. My name is Emily, and as you may know, uh, I play Snow in this podcast. Snow is the leader of The Odd Guild alongside with her faithful wolf companion, Achia, who is the king. And not currently here. Yeah, he's currently with Wilson. Not he- yeah, he's, yeah. In, he's in the getaway car. He's driving the Which, getaway car? Yeah, yeah, the dog's driving the getaway car. Don't worry. Like a good old-fashioned episode of Scooby-Doo. And um, I'm RL. You know me, probably, as playing Zana or Greg. But I am playing Zana. That's Elias. Wait. Who are you? Who am I? Wait, I know who I am. I'm someone who has a bird as a pet. Hi, yeah, you're Zana, Xerxes, Ion, and uh, I am Alistair Crow. Yes, and you are not you know, another personality of mine, for sure. For sure. Well, I, I'm your... I, yeah, no, I'm not. We, we've been over this. And let's meet Tama. <laughs> Hello, uh, my name is Jonathan. I play Tama, the monk who is very good at jumping. And he has his faithful companion pickle jar with him. <laughs> very reliable. Well, most <laughs> of the time, very reliable. You can always depend on it to give you a pickle. Very true. You can't depend it on getting you out of a pickle, though. That's true. Oh, yeah, hi. I, I'm here too. Uh, I'm Jaden. Uh, you may know me as Finnevirvir from The Gate Chronicles. But today I'm a guest star playing Johan Volts. It's been a hot minute. <laughs> okay, okay. Icebreaker. If Johan had a companion, what would his companion be? Oh, his companion would be Gun. <laughs> Bang! <laughs> is the gun named Bang? The gun is named Gun. Is it a girl gun or a boy gun? Because if it's a girl gun, that sound's got to change. <laughs> what sound? <laughs> Bing! Pew! Pew! <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, last time on the Odd Campaign, um, our band of misfits somehow donned on their 
caps and gowns and became sneaky sleuths and snuck into a super safe maximum security military base in order to steal the correspondence between the general and Camille Lassimus. On the brink of success, mere moments away from their goal, they were interrupted. Whether by chance or by design, all of our players now stand in their desired destination, the office of one General Roland von Furem. The only thing standing between our guild and his correspondence? The man himself. GM, yeah. I have a very specific request. Sure, sure, sure. Can we get a walking montage of both Johan and Snow in disguise walking down the hall towards uh, the general's office? Meanwhile, they're in like the other room. I, I have I have music. You have music for this? Yeah. Okay, sure. Um, so strap in and find out what happens this week on the On Campaign. Uh, yeah, so no, there's a walking montage, snow uh, in disguise, along with Johannes following after. We get like the smooth walk, it's like slow-mo as we get up to the office before the door opens. Yeah, you're like way too overconfident. You're just like really feeling yourself. Hair whip and everything, taking yeah, off absolutely. sunglasses that don't exist. Meanwhile, a bead of sweat drips down Zana's face as she watches the loading screen slowly load as she knows her friends are on their way up. Dang it, Windows Vista. <laughs> yeah. So uh, when last we left off, Tama and Zana were hiding in a back room attempting to download the contents of General Firum's terminal. Meanwhile, Snow and Johan at this point were interacting with the general directly in an attempt to buy time. Me and Tama have definitely been doing nothing suspicious in this closet. Zana and Tama have been playing what Zana assumes is Tama's favorite pastime, rock, paper, scissors. All right, uh, 23 out of, uh, you know, you know what, you... Neither of you are very math individuals. <laughs> All right, one more time. Dang it. How do I lose? Even though you always choose rock. All of a sudden, you just get, like, this message from Snow, and it's just, like, the smiley face emoji with sunglasses, and that's it. <laughs> smiley we, uh... face emoji with a sweat bead. Thomas sends another picture of the loading screen. As you guys are walking to the general's office and you are stepping out of the elevator, you see him turn to his right-hand side where there is an individual sitting behind a desk and you're kind of like walking down a hallway. He turns to the woman sitting behind the desk and he says, Abigail, looks like my two o'clock's here. If you wouldn't mind, give us some privacy. Uh, and she just very curtly flashes a brief glance at you two curtly pushes her chair back and walks towards the elevator as you guys are walking in. I was gonna like chime in like the really bad sidekick. Yeah, promptly, <laughs> private. <laughs> like, like the echo. Yeah, what he said, boss. Exactly. And he begins escorting you down the hall to a set of double doors, which he swings wide open to reveal his office. You see a very plush carpet with a dark wood trim, but like also like gold metal outlining around the base. Uh, there are multiple windows overlooking the entire facility from here. And in the center, there is a large wooden desk with only one chair behind it. There are no other chairs in this room, but he just goes and sits down behind his desk. Mahogany. Hand-carved mahogany. Snow is currently fiddling around in her pockets trying to find some sort of pen 
at this point. She's got plots and plans in okay. place. Sure, sure, sure. Well, I mean, Johan has a clipboard and a pen that he's been using this whole time. You could borrow it. But after a while of searching in her pocket, not finding one, she reaches over and just takes it off the top of his thing. She seems to fiddle with it for a second. So, you mentioned that there were a few complaints. And uh, how many individuals are aware of this? Depends on what we're talking about. Lots. Lots of individuals. Yep. All of them. Talking about the ration complaints? Maybe a dozen. If we're talking about substandard practices, more. Are these complaints from my own men? Or are these things that you've been hearing from the outside? Because I can guarantee you we run a very well-maintained operation here. Well, you do say that, but I find it a bit suspicious when a day picked at random that I find so much chaos amongst the order. Yeah, everyone's crying over the spilled milk today. <laughs> you know, just looking over his shoulder like, what is going on? That and cabbages. <laughs> Bad cop? Question mark cop. <laughs> <laughs> Strange cop. <laughs> You're right, I do find it a bit suspicious. Is it just the pair of you that have come to undergo this investigation? Or do you have more associates on the premises? We have those who've informed us of the goings-ons. They may be amongst your ranks, but before I tell you that, I have some questions of my own. For starters, we'll get the easy ones out of the way. Who's in charge of your supplies? So basically, this is a time killer thing. I'm going to try to filibust before, oh, there you go. before I need to pull a trump card and start making more direct accusations. Okay, so you are attempting to buy time. Yeah. Go ahead and roll a diplomacy check. 29. As you're having this conversation, it kind of draws out for a little bit, but he seems to be getting irritated by the series of questioning due to the fact that all of this is relatively standard procedure. You know just as well as I do that this facility, as all facilities, receive their resources through the Department of Distribution. Whoever handles those resources is completely unbeknownst to me. We send in our list of personnel and they send us what they deem we need. So if you think there's a problem with our resources, perhaps you should be investigating the Department of Distribution instead. Oh, don't get me wrong. They're on my list. I even paid a visit to one of their facilities last week. However, the use of resource, it seems that this is obvious negligence on some management level. GM, question. Yeah, sure. Is the pen a quill pen? Like, it's got, like, a sharp point to it and whatnot? I don't know if it would be a quill pen. Could we make it? Not like a, like, but it's but a, it would have a inkwell point. pen. Like an ink pen. Like, 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 all pens have ink, okay? But I'm talking about, I need a pen specifically with a point. I mean... Sharp it, enough to cut somebody. Cut somebody? Who are you cutting? It is not a pen sharp enough to cut somebody. I mean, I guess with enough force, anything's going to break skin. <laughs> Can it be a fountain pen? Sure. It's a fountain pen. Perfect. Thank you. Okay. I would like to message Draken while they're talking. Sure. Hey, Draken. Uh, yeah? You got any time to really quickly, like, forge some documents here? I need a... What, what, what do you think I'm doing? Where do you think I am? Weren't you looking into that, like, room or something that we heard about? 
You disappeared on us, so I had assumed that's where you went. Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking at the one location we were told not to go. Oh, what'd you find? Nothing. Oh, well. Uh, anyway, uh, so I need a form that basically I can uh, well, hand you just over. Want me to, where, where do you want me to pull this out of? Thin air? You, you, you got a genie lamp over there? Cause, uh, no, I don't happen to have one. Fresh out of genie lamps. Left that back on floor five, I think. Well, Draken, I just need a form or a document that I could have general... This is what? Reiner sign that basically says, oh, we came to pay a visit, and I'm just going to accidentally slip and maybe cut his finger and, you know, um, uh, mark him with blood. Wait, what What are you trying to do? The spell, Mark of Blood. I don't know. What are you talking about? And basically, what it says is, like, I can cast a spell on a weapon, and if I, like, cause damage with this weapon while the spell's active on it, I can permanently trace the location of this person for forever? So, sounds very useful. Why do you need me to forge a document for you, then? I mean, do you just want me to stab him? I don't know. What do you want to do? What do you want me to forge you? I don't... I, I was just saying, a document that's like, oh, we're going to take this back to our bosses, and this is just proof that we talked to an oh, administrator oh, of the facility. right, right. So you want me to manifest an official government document out of thin air while I am in the middle of a military base with none of my equipment. Draken, it's... Yellow ink for the title, black for the body, and then red for the pattern on the sides. And I currently don't have access to anything here. Can't you, like, message Snevak or something? It, it'll, it'll take me time. Like, it, you, what you're asking for is going to take me, like, probably at least ten minutes. Don't worry, I think we have that long. This man is talking up a storm. I've never seen somebody so annoyingly charismatic. It's painful, actually. I honestly want to answer his questions while he's saying them, but at the same time, I know I'll get caught in the trap. All right, I'll see what I can do. How's the uh, how's how's the download meter going? Uh, I'm trying to think about how long it's been. Say, what did we say it was on when we finished off? A little over fifty. Yeah, it was at like. I thought it was higher than that. I, no, I don't think like, so. I think it was like fifty-seven. It rewound itself and then started over. Yeah, you know how like sometimes it goes yeah. forward and then it like jumps back a well, little bit. There's like two loading screens. There's like the loading and it's like almost done. Right. Seven. It's like you're at ninety-eight percent, but you're like one of seven. Oh no! And then it gives you the prompt: Would you also like to um, add some crab meat wontons to that order oh, or something? Send yeah. a report. <laughs> Would you like to send a report back to the headmaster's yeah, office? Exactly. You guys have been playing rock, paper, scissors, so you didn't notice it, so it's just <laughs> idling. If you do not select no, it will automatically say yes in 60 seconds. All good jest. You're around about 68%, but it's still going to very obviously take a few minutes. I will say that as you've been waiting here, you were able to overhear the commotion that was going on outside. It was relatively quiet when you entered before, but you heard heavy footsteps trailed behind by two more pairs of feet. As it appears, three individuals just walked past you and then went into the office where you guys kind of came in through. And what exactly do you intend to accomplish with these reports, Johan? This, this is nothing. What I need is to find out the root of some real spoilage. I'm not talking about the potatoes. I'm not talking about potatoes. <laughs> Trying to get to the meat of the issue, I see. In the background, she's just like, rotten down to the core. Question mark. Got the best support. <laughs> Look, I wouldn't ask you to come up here if it was just these minor infractions. Although I did need the necessary information 
I'm assuming he's getting some answers like, you know, hey, who's responsible for this, et cetera, et cetera. There has been dialogue. It has oh, yeah, been asking questions. Yeah, no, he has been, he's had to actually rifle through some of his documentation in his drawers behind his desk to get you some of the names of the individuals. But he has supplied you with the names of the individuals for like, the distribution and who like manages these and who is the chief officer on duty during certain times. Well, I'm a man who, quite frankly, values efficiency. So if we could get to the main topic at hand, that would be much appreciated. Well, that's going to depend on some compliance. As you've been compliant thus far, I think I can talk to you. There's been circumstantial evidence of some serious insubordination, plots of a coup. This evidence points me towards here. I'm convinced that it's one of someone under your management that's pulling some strings, and I need your help to find out who that is. If there's anyone who's attempting a coup within my agency, you have my promise that I will handle this swiftly. So, who all would we be working with then to get to the bottom of this? Is it just you and your associate? This is a delicate matter, so the individuals involved are minimal, and I would appreciate as such on your side as well. So you'd be dealing with myself, or my superior. And who would that be? Stefan. Uh, Lyndon. I've worked with him in the past. He certainly is an individual who likes to keep things close to the chest. I respect that about him. Believe it or not, he spoke well of you. So, do you have any other individuals currently on the premises? I have dates that I need correlations with and who was and was not on premises. Dates and times that need to be matched up. Perhaps we can find a pattern. Very well. So I'm going to need access to internal documents. I could presumably provide that for you. In order to better assist the individuals involved, can I know roughly how many other agents you have within the premises and who they would be so that I can facilitate their endeavors? Uh, how many did he publicly come in with? It? We came in with three of us that were documented, if I remember correctly, because it was you, Lieutenant Johannes Boltz. Draken came in as Deputy Daryl Von Viridium. Nice. And I was, well, I didn't get to say mine, but I'm a, a Deputy Riva Von Derchi. <laughs> oh, you're gonna kill him. There go, uh, there that's goes what's in the logbook. Male males have either Vaughn or Don. What do I have? I'm a woman. Females generally have like Lay or La. Riva La Riva La That'd be the three of us. Myself, Daryl, and Riva. And where exactly is your other subordinate? Do you tend to just let them roam about? I wouldn't say roam about. He has his orders to document our findings. He's inspecting other areas on the premises that we couldn't get to. All right. Of which I wouldn't mind sharing the contents, as this is a mutual endeavor. We are striving for a better Erveldum, a safer Erveldum. So no message is drinking, drinking. How you coming on that paperwork, bud? What? Dude, you, you met? It's been like two minutes. It's been way longer than two minutes. This conversation's been going. Okay, I I don't know. I'll I'll, I'll message my people, and then uh, you don't know what they're doing. Like, they could be playing hacky sack and be very distracted. They're probably like, oh, I'll get to that. Yeah, sure, Draken, I'll work on that. And they set it down for a few minutes. They forget about it. Then I have to send them another reminder. They're like half an hour late. One of them is telling me they have a cold right now. Draken, Draken, Dolphus, you just tell them. 
The weight of the world hangs in the balance of this paperwork. Just stab a man! Like, I don't understand. Like, you act like we haven't done this before. Well, listen, I'm trying to also not get this NPC killed. We could just totally abandon him and run if we need to. But I feel like Stefan might be really mad if we did that. I feel like Stefan would be very mad if we did that. Okay, I, I, can't you just, like, prick his finger or something? Like, we could, like, imagine if we had a druid who would turn into a mosquito. That would be so useful right now. I mean... I could get close to him, but it might be a little inappropriate here. Is it hot in here or is it just me? You say that out loud. <laughs> I say that out loud on accident, kind of. Both like... of them, both. Uh, it's uh, 58 degrees. <laughs> I like to keep it chilly in here intentionally. I work best in cold environments. Ah, right. She just kind of turns away, looking towards the wall nervously, and just kind of pulls at the collar of her costume. All right. I absolutely would want to know of any meddling within my organization. I agree. My foremost goal is the betterment of Herveldum. So, it's been very useful to know that we have been playing this operation close to the chest. A small operation. Presumably with only a handful of individuals who are currently within the compound. And the only one who may know of any ongoings is one Stefan von Linden. Uh, and as he says this, you see as he reaches under his desk, you hear a And as you do, all the shutters come down from the windows. Wait, so does that block off the room that we're in? <laughs> um, <laughs> from the room. Yeah, but also like there were more windows in the room you were as well. The entire room is shuttered. And also you can hear that next to the closet, there was a, a doorway into the hallway where the stenographer was and everything. That also locked and reinforced. <laughs> well then. Oh, um. What a secure room you have here. I'm just going to check my teleport crystal real quick. <laughs> yeah, 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 sure. Does it have the option to teleport? Everything's grayed out, as if you cannot currently use it. Can I message? Do you, do you try and send a message to someone? I send a message to our... <laughs> Our spy group, our little infantry group. Yeah. Teleportation locked. And you see as it, like, tries to go into the group, but is, like, gray, and you see the little loading screen of death. She reaches for Tom's arm. (laughs) Yes, my, uh, my dimension door is probably not going to work either. I guess Tom would have gotten the message because he's in the same room. You knew she was sending it because she kind of muttered very quietly, teleportation locked. He's going to pull out his gun and say, I suppose you have a good explanation for this as well. <laughs> Holding government agents hostage, are you? That's another infraction. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's <laughs> so innocent. And you see as he just like kind of like puts his arm up on the desk and leans forward and just tilts his head, no longer maintaining eye contact with Johan anymore. But he turns his head and looks directly at Ariva Dershi. <laughs> Was it the name? Do you know what is severely more treasonous? Impersonating government officials. No, I can't say I... What? Strange. Very. He gestures over to the wall and you see him as he, he grabs a remote and presses a button and it turns on a projector. And he actually has a slideshow for all of you. You know... Johan, I didn't think you would be so willing to work with a wanted criminal. But thankfully, due to our encounters with her in the past, we did learn a few things 
about their specific set of abilities. And on the projector, it flashes to scenes, which you remember. And there are images of when you were running amok in the prison back in season three. Oh, okay. We found out that you have some interesting ability to displace yourself over short distances, but seeing as you were not able to go outside until, and it zooms in on one of the shades, until this pinhole was created. I assume that it has something to do with sight base, meaning you won't be able to leave if you can't see where you're going. (laughs) Wait, so this wasn't a, ah, by the way, you're actually working with a criminal. It's, hey, by the way, I found out how to beat your gang. I'm getting mixed messages. Um, (laughs) He was surprised to see you. So he has, like, no information on you. He was prepared for them. So the gun would still be pointed at him. The gun would have, I mean, you can shoot him at any point. He's just flipping through a custom-made slideshow. It would be, I, I would be the worst at my job if I didn't let him finish my It's a good thing he doesn't have any information on Zana or Tama. We both benefit from time wasting. Um, so yeah, he goes to the slideshow and he says, Snow Hikara, short-ranged melee bruiser who likes to use what seems to be almost some sort of teleportation. And then it goes to the next slideshow. Zana Xerxes Zion, an interesting one indeed. And it is just, uh, you can't see her from this picture, and it seems like it's just a picture of the open sky. <laughs> Un- until, <laughs> and it goes to infrared, and you just see the outline of a person flying, sitting down on a carpet. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, no, 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 and the snow goes, can, can you go back one slide and then go back to that one that was really... And he, he goes back... And then for it again. Oh, wait. That's really cool. Like, can you do that one, one more time? Just here, just, just, just once for more. For- she seems to have the ability to turn herself invisible. However, she cannot cloak her heat signature. And interestingly enough, she has a companion with her at all times. When while, uh, and it shows two Zanas standing side by side. But it goes to the next one where it goes infrared, and you can see that one Zana has a humanoid outline infrared signature, but the other one looks like it's just a bird (laughs) at the center of the person. (laughs) Her companion seems to be able to change its shape, but not its actual material, almost as it's some sort of hologram or disguise. Ah, we we call that an Eidolon, just so you know. It's kind of like, never mind, don't worry about it, it's fine. Johan will point his gun at Snow. You set me up. What? You set me up. All right, it's time to turn on each other. <laughs> <laughs> just everyone's pointing a gun at everyone right now. Tom and Zana just in the thing here, and like it's kind of muffled a little bit because all the shutters are like fully yeah. shut. Yeah. Uh, wait, wait. I think I heard someone say my name, but it sounded like Marvin But yeah. I have learned to hear my name from closed doors. Goes to the next one. Tama Banks. Uh, what a name, right? What, what a, I know, it's it's kind of disturbing. One only a mother could love. Um, <laughs> hopefully not, actually. I mean, I'm going to retract that. You see initially as it shows this individual standing in front of like a 20 or 30 foot wall. And then all of a sudden you just see him squat and then jump. And then instantaneously it's just like is up at the top. He seems to have... Superb physical capabilities, great at close range. However, uh, he seems to be lacking in uh, versatility. Interestingly enough, it pans to a scene that looks like it is the inside of the boat that you were in. And it shows as you are currently like punching sea monsters in the face. 
Yeah, it's a really good slideshow. Honestly, the presentation, pretty impressive. I'll give it an A for effort. I worked on this in PowerPoint for five hours. <laughs> I'm so happy I get to have this real. They got you in 4K? <laughs> Drakensleg, an individual who... Wait, can you say his last name again? I've been trying to get this on him, like, for a while now. Say that again. It's on the presentation. Don't interrupt. Oh, sorry. And, and you see as he, he holds up the remote and he has a little laser pointer that's and he can just like point to the word and he underlines it with a little red laser pointer. <sighs> this one is obnoxious, not because he's actually physically capable of doing anything, but Ouch. for some reason, he has a lot of internal connections within the government. However, most of those bridges have been burned and no one really actually seems to like him. The only thing he's actually half decent with is forgeries, lying, and a bow. Ow, cut a man deep, why don't you? Poor guy. Wilson Hayes. This man is the epitome of my kingdom for a horse, for without it, he is nothing. As wonderfully seen, and he goes between two slides where you see him mounted as a cavalier, and he's cleaving through individuals with his glaive. And then the next slide, he's on a boat, and he's just holding this stick and looking around aimlessly and lost. Ouch. Have you ever thought about doing marketing? You know, you could really enhance some people's lives with this information. Quiet, you. As he, like, you know, jiggles his gun, just like, I'm still pointing it at you. I see that. Not very nice, you know, but all right, I'll play along. So, Johannes, was it? How would you like to handle the situation? Would you like to help me dispose of these individuals and return back to your quiet life as an Erveldum citizen? Or would you like to align yourselves with them? and forever be banished from the society you hold so dear. As always, I stand with Erveldum, and Erveldum's best interests. He's now going to shoot the general. I'll give you a surprise. I need to shoot him. Roll to hit. Uh, from the other room, you hear murmur, 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 murmur. Bang! Jana jumps, grabs Tama. That was gunfire. I know the sound anywhere. I live in New York. 28 to hit. Yeah. One, 100%. Go ahead, roll damage. Three... Warning shot. That <laughs> was a warning <laughs> shot. Alrighty. Uh, everyone who wishes to be involved in this combat, uh, you can hide in a corner for all I care. We're uh, going to hide in a corner. Don't oh, yeah. we have like two doors in between us? Just one. The closet didn't lock down. That's a surprise round. He'll use his move action to draw his dagger. Sure. What's the loading screen on? It's at 91%. Almost there! <laughs> oh my gosh, they're gonna fight the guy. Jim, can I also act in surprise round? What, what do you want to do? I wanted to cast hold person. Uh, sure, I'll allow it. They cannot move, they're paralyzed. They freeze in place. They cannot take any actions or one? even speak. One round per level. Oh, okay. Uh, the save is going to be 18, I believe. You feel as if the spell succeeds and. I mean, it's not like he can even facially react, but you just see as his eyes kind of dilate and become enraged. You see as she does like this half uh, tilt of her head with like a cocky smile. You think you've locked us in here with you? Oh, my dear general, no. You've locked yourself in here with us. Get him. Um, at this point, uh, anyone who wishes to be in combat, I'm going to ask you to roll initiative then. 18. 30, I not crit. Let's go. Yeah. That's my first roll of the day. Nat crit for hiding in a closet. That means all the other ones are going to be bad. <laughs> 23. Nine. Um, so, Johan, you have another turn. Uh, the general, perplexingly to you, got shot in the shoulder and kind of shrugged it off and is just sitting there still, unmoving. 
Uh, is he holding anything? No, he seems frozen in place, uh, menacingly glaring at you with anger, but unmoving. Can I see his weapon? He has a sword on his waist. Yeah, I'm going to try to go take that. Okay. Uh, yeah, you could just move up and then take a sword. Did I forget to mention that the evidence indicates your involvement? Must have slipped my mind. With that, Zana, do, do you want to do anything? I'm in closet. Uh-huh. I shall stay in closet okay. until either A, this is completed and I can send it off to somebody else. <gasps> I can't send it off. Oh, no. Until this is completed and I can put it in my inventory. Sure. Until my mission is complete, I won't come out for combat, but I'm ready. Okay, cool. Tama, how about you, bud? All right, well, are you going to stay here? Are you going to go? Not very far. I just get to peek out the door and see what's going on. No, 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 no. You're staying in this club. You're staying with me. You're my bodyguard. Look at me. Do you ever wonder why I'm invisible? Why I make my pet or, uh, sorry, Eidolon stand in place for me? Look, I don't have all I was, that much AP. I, was, I know, but do we not, are we not going to try and help them at some point? Does it sound like they need help? I mean, I just heard gunfire. Yeah, but who shot? We don't know. Probably our guy with the gun. Um, okay. I was just going to go out and see if I could melt through the, the barricade. Oh, yeah. And let them in right to us. They don't know what we're doing in here. Okay, so do you want to try and melt your way through the um, reinforced wall? All right, well, um, I guess we're going to need a way out, so I'll get started on melting through the wall. Where are you trying to melt through to? Are you trying to get the office or the hallway out? The outside. The outside. There's a window leading There's outside. There is a window leading outside, so if you melt through that, you would yeah. be able to get to the outside. Cool. Okay. That's, that's good. what you were doing, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. The snow. Yeah. It's your turn. Okay, perfect. And on it, uh, just off in the distance somewhere... Silently, you hear Draken cursing as he just got the paperwork for you, but now the message system's down. <laughs> of course. Okay, I'm going to cast then Ray of Enfeeblement. Sure. It's going to be Fortitude for half. Okay. It is a first level spell, so therefore it is going to be 17 for the DC. It says that they'll take an, a penalty uh, to strength equal to 1d6 plus 1 per two cast level. So hold on, I'll roll that d6 for you. That's a 6. 11 possible strength damage, right? On his turn, you see as he grimaces in pain. Johan, roll a perception check. Sure thing. Say there's a 24. Okay. Snow, you can also roll a perception if you want to. It's just you're slightly further away. It's not a good angle. Whatever it is is concealed, so it's a higher DC. Is it arcane related or magic related? No. My perception is really bad on this character sheet. Poor witches. 13. Okay. Johan, you see as something mechanical moves on his neck and then he grimaces in pain, but then stands up. Oh. Uh, Jaden, how's your CMD looking? Uh, CMD? It's looking fat at 33. Oh, dang. That is kind of fat. What's your AC looking like? Uh, not so fat. At what? Factoring in the type of armor you said he was wearing, I'm going to say that's a 19. You see as he just very curtly pushes himself away from the desk, turns to you, who is standing next to him, currently holding his sword. He punches you in the face, oh. dealing 10 damage. And as you are staggered and off balance, with his offhand, he grabs your hand holding his sword and like crushes it in his grasp and rips the hilt out from you. Ah! Oh. <laughs> I didn't know what your CMD was. Oh, uh, that's his turn, though. 
So, GM, can yeah. I tell if that spell of Raven Feeblement worked? And what am I determining based upon what the hell just happened? Okay, so... Did my entire spell just get negated, is what I'm asking? No. Ra- the Raven Feeblement still does seem to be working. Okay. It, he seemed to have resisted it, so it didn't get its full effect. Okay. It felt like your hold person was canceled by an outside force. Cheaters! It wasn't his will save that broke it. He got repositioned by robot body suit. I hate repositioning. Sure, if that's what you want to think not, it was. I mean, that's what I would assume something the likes of otherwise cheating. You're going up against game moderators. Do you expect them to play fair? With that, Snow, it is still your turn. I'd like to cast Dominate Person. Oh, that is an enchantment, correct? Yes. Cool. Sounds good. What's the save it got to be? And what's she do? It's going to be a save of 21, Dominate Person. You can control the actions of any humanoid creature through a telepathic link that you establish with the subject's mind. It attempts to carry out the command to the best of its ability. You begin to reach into this character's mind. But as you do, you feel as if you are not the only entity present. And it seems as if it does not welcome your presence. And you are shoved off. Is it making a will save for him then? Or um, am I able to somehow combat this? Because I have, like, he, that's he a psychic rolled, ability. He rolled a will save. Okay. Uh, and he succeeded on his will save. He is getting bonuses to his will based off of multiple things being present. Okay. So that's my turn. Johan, back to you. You're standing right next to the general who just socked you in the jaw and crushed your hand, ripping the sword out of it. Johan, with a crush left hand. He's going to try to tumble through Firm's space, get to where he can see his neck and make a cold shot on whatever that is. Okay, sure. So that's a 22. Okay, well, um... I hate to break it to you, Jaden. I do get to roll dice. What's your AC? Uh, my AC? Oh, you know, 17. Oh, oh no. My poor sweet summer child. As you attempt to tumble through Roland's contested square to reposition yourself into a, a better line of shot. You, you think you got good leverage on this, but he slashes down as you passed him, and there is a giant gash on your back now as you take 20 damage. Oh, that's a lot of damage. Yo, he's he's kind of getting pummeled. <laughs> you really, you've taken 30 damage thus far. How much HP do you have? That's not good. No, that's not good. How worse for wear is Johan looking? Uh, you bloodied yet, or are you still... No, no, he's uh, 30 down of 116. Oh, shut up, Jaden. <laughs> You're fine. You took the attack of opportunity, but you have repositioned yourself into a new square. You now have a clear line of sight, and it does seem as if there is some mechanism embedded on the spinal cord, which seems to be attached to his skeleton structure. Go ahead and roll a hit. 25 to hit. Hits. I roll damage. Five damage. You see as you shoot this bullet, and it collides and bounces off and seems to damage whatever mechanism is embedded on his back. But it still seems partially functional. He's got a device in his neck. Yeah, I can see that. Is it my turn? Uh, no, it is the general's. He's going to take a full round action to just go into the drawer and pull out his gun. Oh, no. So he's dual wielding sword and gun right now. Is it a girl gun or a boy gun? This one bangs. Okay, so it's a like bangs. <laughs> it's my turn. It's your turn. 
I cast mage armor on myself and moved to the side of the room in a corner as if trying to hole up for a moment. You can get into a position that is partial cover. Yes, I want a defensive position. Yeah, the, you're able to maneuver yourself into the opposite side of the room from him where you have partial cover okay. around a corner. So she shouts, keep him distracted. I've got a plan. I better be a good one. Fantastic one. Johan, it's your turn. Oh, great. So he's got this big, chunky pistol, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to try to shoot the gun out of his hand and then use my gunslinger ability to shoot that across the floor towards myself. So then hopefully on my next turn, I can shoot him with his gun, which is probably better than my gun. Dude, wait, what What kind of action economy does the gunslinger ability cost? So you're going to take a full round attack action to shoot your gun multiple times, once to disarm him, and then another time to move the object to you. Correct. Okay, cool. 31. Uh, roll damage as well. Eight. You shoot this man's hand and there is just a bullet hole through the center of his palm as you see him scream in agony as he drops the gun and it clatters on the ground. Uh, and it, it, it scoots back over to you. It looks like a hand cannon. It's not really a gun. A gun does not give it justice. General Ferrum, you are under arrest. Stand down and prepare yourself for processing. You see as he just kind of sighs. Agent Johannes, I'm sorry, but in this instance, I will fear I will be the judge, jury, and executioner. Uh, and he just walks up to you and slashes you across the chest with his giant sword. Johan, you take another 15 damage. Uh, with that, Snow, it's your turn. I cast object possession. What are you possessing? The gun? I, it was pointed out to me that he has a thing on his back. Sure. He does I'm going thing. to possess. The thing? The skeletal robot on his back. Okay, sure. I like it. Yeah. I'm going to take What control. does it do? Okay. So basically there is no save because it is an object. Basically what it does is it says you add these points and you get whatever attacks it has, etc. You can return your consciousness to your body's standard action. It basically functions as possession. So I take over mechanic. I am now the object. Uh -huh. The so object I, um, is me. This is installed into his body. I like if you you the it would heckin' hurt if you managed to possess this and rip it out of his spine. Yeah, why don't I do that? Uh you can just make multiple attacks and keep doing slashing damage and once you reach the threshold that would destroy the object, I will say it rips itself out of his spine. Okay. Yeah, Jaden just winced and thought about that. <laughs> Did I make this horrifying? By the way, my body appears dead over in the corner. That's why I dropped. Yeah, she's <laughs> just unconscious in the corner. You're a sitting duck, but okay. Hopefully this goes well for you. Roll, roll your damage. So what I'm going to do, because it has a slam attack, I'm going to uh, give it a burn on this one. So right. it gets really hot and on his back. But yeah, you roll a d4 plus a d6 of burn. Uh, so what was the total? Two. Two? You rolled one on both your dice? Yes! All I right, thought guys. this was going to be a lot smarter. Congratulations, okay? you've done a total of 13 damage thus far. Or Zana and Tama, you hear a major kerfuffle going off in the other room. Multiple gunshots have been fired. You think you hear a body hit the floor, uh, and there's screaming coming from the other room. What? What is the thing percentage at? It finished! Hey. The percentile dice says it finished. Oh, finally. Tama, we gotta go. Uh, would Tama have, at this point, finished making his hole around the window? You're, like, halfway there. You could roll a strength check and, like, 
bend the section that you've done back. All right. I come out of the closet. I got it. I, I got it. Oh, wait, I need to put this in my inventory right now. 24 strength check. It's like opening a can. You just peel it back like it's made of flimsy metal. And you see as the, the molten edges pry off the rest of it. You can see the outside. Oh, wow. All right. Well, we still need to get them out. Let's go. I uh, I do make sure to put the the little floppy disk thing in safe in my inventory. Tom will move over to the other door. Sure. But we'll get to that on the next turn. Uh, Johan. All right. So he will pick up the cannon. Okay. And then he's going to try to move away using acrobatics to hopefully not get hit. Yeah, just roll acrobatics real quick. 33. Wait. Make sure you thank your friendly neighborhood witch today. Because her rave and feebleman dropped his strength low enough that that beats his CMD. It was that close. It was that. It was pretty close. I rolled really high. I, I also have an inanely high acrobatic. Yeah, yeah. A little concerning, isn't it? He'll grab the gun, tumble away in between himself and Snow, look back at her slumped over the ground. This ain't no time to be sleeping on the job. What the heck is wrong with you? Yeah, no, like, it. the body looks dead. And that's the best part. I love this. I love the fact that I can just leave the body in places. What did you do to her? Uh, he glances over in the direction that you have now pointed her out in, no! and he is very confused, but then kind of chuckles slightly. <laughs> Nothing yet. Why? I went into a corner to hide. I have partial concealment. And then, yeah, but if not, if he walks over to you. Wait, how did he see me? I have partial concealment. <laughs> he has like a passive perception of like 20s plus. God dang it. Uh, he's just gonna walk up and hit you with a stick. Stick very good. Why change a stick? That's gonna hurt. <laughs> you still have to hit me. I'm not talking about you, Snow. Thank God. I'm talking about the man standing uh, just a few feet away. Let me just wrap my obituary. It was the worst of times. It was the worst of times. Jaden, this is very bad for you. Could we put that in mechanical terms as much as I might not want to hear it? Yeah, we can. You see, is he takes a step forward and arcs up with his sword, slashing in the exact same location he did before on your chest, opening the gash even wider, and you are now bleeding profusely out of it. At the top of your round, you're gonna have to make a, someone's gonna have to make a heal check, or you're gonna be bleeding and taking 2d6 every round, and you take 28 damage. So I would like to use the constrict CP point. Okay, so constrict says, if you have a successful grapple check, you deal additional damage equal to the normal damage caused by your melee attack. Now, because you are already attached to his body, I'm going to say he's always grappled by it because it is embedded into him. So by using constrict, every time you use constrict, it is just flat guaranteed damage. Okay, so, uh, yeah. So roll your damage dice twice. So it's going to be 2d4 for the slashing. and Seven. Okay, and then another 2d6 for the burning. Seven. Total as well, so it's a total of 14, so you've done a total of 16 damage already, plus the five damage Jaden already dealt to the object. It, you are literally searing his flesh away 
as metal rods, which are embedded into his nervous system and spine, are digging in and pulling out rapidly, slashing into his vertebrae hull. It's like a centipede on his back. Pretty like, much. Yeah. And that he can't do anything about. Oh, that's got to be kind of horrifying to hear as well and <laughs> smell. And just like the searing flesh. Uh, Johan. Does he react to that? Oh, yeah. Before you, you see uh, General Firam. He howls in agonizing pain, rips this metal skeleton from off of his spine, which seems to be whirling around almost as if it has free will. He throws it across the room, and then he just takes his shoulder down, gets into a little bit of a squat, and just, like, slams into you and trips you onto the ground. And then he begins walking back to his desk. <laughs> With that, Zana, what you got? There's um, a metal door in between you and them. I I have Alistair now, probably. Alistair flies taking- over, and you see him pecking on the glass of the window where the metal screen was removed, but there's still glass there. I try to break the window, I guess. Okay, sure. Uh, roll damage, because you're going to hit. What are you hitting it with? The pummel of my daggers. Okay, sure. Roll damage. Two. You hit this glass... Doesn't even scratch. I run back to Tama and tell Alistair to wait there. Well, I'm at the door. You so. are at the door. So I freeze the door. As your hands make contact with the door, you feel as the metal begins to chill. And as you will it to do so, you see as ice shards almost begin embedding and cracking into the metal itself, making it incredibly fragile. Whoa, Tama, you're really using those powers to the best of their abilities. Yeah, they've... they've really come in handy. More than I ever thought they would. Johan, you're butt on the ground, sat next to a woman who's sleeping in a corner while the general walks back to his desk. Oh, uh, 2d6. Oh, yeah. You, you want to roll him? Uh, you know, why not? That's a one. That's good luck. We like ones. We like ones. That's a six. We, we don't, don't like, like sixes. <laughs> Seven bleed damage as you need, like, immediate medical attention. You are bleeding profusely. You will die from blood loss, presumably, if you are not treated within, like, the next five, ten minutes. Okay. Come in, buddy. If this is the way he goes out, he's going to go down as a patriot. He's just going to try to fire out this guy's legs. Leg, leg. That's a called shot. Three called shots. Sure, it's a called shot, and I will say for each one you successfully hit, it is going to additively hamper his movement. Roll hit. All right. Uh, first one. First one with his gun. I like the way you think. All right. So factoring the minus two, that is 23. That still hits. That still hits. Wow. Not much AC on this man. All right. I'm going to use a uh, grip point okay. and make it bleed. Oh, sure. Or bleed damage in addition to whatever uh, this gun does. 2d10. 2d10? It's a hand cannon, bud. Why do you think he spent an entire turn to get it out of his drawer? See, Jaden. Shouldn't it take like a minus 10 to hit? Jayden. It takes a full round action to reload. He's going into his drawer to get his other hand cannon. <laughs> <laughs> he has two hands. Uh, so that's uh, nine gun damage and four bleed damage. Uh, as you shoot this gun, you see multiple pellets spray out of this barrel and they dig deep into the haunches of his legs. And you swear you see an arc of electricity. But the buckshot digs so deep that you see the back of his legs begin to bleed through his fine pressed suit, which is now ruined. But that was just your first attack. Yeah, yeah, shot number two. Four shot legs. Numero dos. 26. Also hit. What damage? Six. 
One more time with the same gun. Last bullet. Uh, 18. It, it ignores armor, right? You hit! Oh, I do hit! You do hit! Roll damage! Hey, more six. Nice. I'm going to spend two grit points to make him lose one point of strength. I don't like that. I'm trying to think what he's at a total of now. He's at a minus six total? Cool. That's that's annoying. You see as he, uh, on his turn, reaches into the drawer, grabs what looks to be a red vial, sticks it into his neck, and injects himself with some strange fluid. Aw, oh, man, he's taking steroids mid-fight. What the quack? Snow. All right, so he already reached in. Well, you see, I saw that he was going to the desk. Right. And, well, Jump I was... Jump into a possess I, a different object. I was planning on possessing the desk. Do you want to possess the desk now? But... <laughs> I shut the door, closing his hand in there before he can grab anything out. That's what I was going to do! <laughs> that would have been good. Unfortunately, I already grabbed what he wanted. Could he have delayed his turn? <laughs> you're right. Let me just wait for you to do your plan so it works better in your favor. That's a good point. Okay. Okay. This is what I, what I would like to do. You're, you're good? As long as he doesn't do... I'm good for two hits. Are you? Two hits? That, that's... You're optimistic. Yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> so, Gia, first of all, I move the spine. The spine moves towards my body. Creepily. Sure. It's like undulating towards it. Do you want to embed it in yourself? No. I bring in the spine over to my body before ending the spell. I turn, I see it, I grab it, I put it in my inventory. Sure, that's your turn? Yeah. Cool. You now have his spinal augmentation. It's proof! Of something, certainly. Yeah. Yeah. It has his DNA all over it. Okay, so <laughs> you can prove that you assaulted the military general and took and took his spinal implant. <laughs> But also, also. <laughs> That's nice proof. That's a good point. I can't prove anything now. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, boys. Top of the round. Zana, you want to go? Can I delay my turn to right after Thomas? Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Tama. Tama. Flurio blows the door. All right. You don't even need to roll to hit. Just roll damage. It, it's, an, it's an unattended object. That's how objects work. 17 damage. Okay. 26 damage. 28 damage. 26 damage. There, there's no more door. The door's gone. That was four, it's right? it's four. already here. 11. Johan, you're you're flat on your back as you were just taking like petty shots at this general as he was walking away. You see as you're looking off in that direction, strangely the door beside him turns an icy blue and all of a sudden, not only is the door gone, but a giant massive hole is just blasted through the entire wall, and half of the wall is missing. That's a good thing I wasn't standing. <laughs> yeah. You blew the wall so wide open that I'm saying that there's shrapnel flying, and he's taking damage from incoming shrapnel. Oh, who's taking damage? The, the general? The general. Yeah, yeah, the general. Yeah, Good. yeah, yeah. A mixture of, like, concrete, metal, ice, and glass just go flying everywhere. And no one wants to be hit by any of that, let alone a mixture. So you see as this shrapnel just pierces and slices into his, his really nice military uniform, which is in tatters at this point. Uh, Zana, it is your turn. Nice. I cast greater invisibility and run in and assess the situation. Cool. Uh, half dead bleeding man on the floor with guns. Pretty dead, yeah. Snow's just sat in the corner, kind of groggy looking. And the general seems to be 
turned and faced the direction of the wall that just exploded and is reaching into his desk. He's still reaching into the desk? Yeah, there's, there, this desk's got a lot of stuff. Whoa, 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 whoa. He can't it carry all this on his that he was still reaching the Wait. desk. If so, I would have jumped in. Question is, is he a key? Because the deck was, desk was completely locked when we looked at it. He he didn't use a key, no. He didn't need to. Huh. It ha- he ha- it has fingerprint mechanism. Also, I feel like this man is strong enough to just pull it open. <laughs> you you could have tried to break it, but you wanted to be more to, stealthy. Yeah, I stealthy. I don't mean, I don't know. <laughs> Imagine if we did break into his desk and take, take all, his all of this good stuff. <laughs> Bro, you took moment. hand cannon, health potions. All You don't know what else he's got in here. The only problem is we were trying to get out of here without doing any combat. And, uh, well, that would have definitely made combat. And how dead looking is Johan? Johan, how dead looking do you feel? <laughs> I would be a heal check, right? That's true. He doesn't have a HP bar like the rest of the players. So roll a heal check. Oh, wow. And there's 19. 19? This man could be dead. Yeah, you, 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 I, he, he might already be dead. He just could be like frozen stiff. Who knows? He, he looks incredibly wounded. If he is alive, uh, he is barely alive, to your knowledge. I'm going to go behind the, ge- <laughs> the general. I'm going to try and sneak behind him for my okay. move action. That was where... I, I, um, and I, so I want to go behind them and get in a lowered position. Okay. Sounds good. With my daggers at my ready, obviously. Sure, sure. Uh, Johan, then. It's your turn. He does need his eyes to tell me things. <laughs> True statement. I'm going to try to shoot him in the eyes. Didn't you say that you were out of ammo for your gun? You're right. I will use a swift action to reload my gun. Oh, I mean, why not? Because I still have one grip grip point left. There you go. You undo the chamber, dump out all the old bullets, and in somehow less than six seconds, with six seconds left to spare, load up the entire chamber. Yeah, roll to hit. What is it, minus 10 for the eyes? Minus 10. That is a 24. Roll damage. Five. Minus two perception now. Uh, Next cold shot will be to his hand. Sure. Which we know is minus two. Yep. No way this doesn't hit. 31. Yeah, definitely hit. Roll damage. Which hand? Oh, the one holding the uh, the weapon. Sure. That keeps hitting me. Eight damage. This one's for my missing nipple. <laughs> <laughs> what a statement. Sure, bud. If that's, if that's what you want your last words to be. For my third attack, Johannes will take the hot gun that he's been firing at him and use it to sear his wound shut. Oh, is this uh, a gunslinger thing? It is a thing that prevents bleed damage. Yeah, it's a gunslinger oh, thing. Oh, wow, that's good. The general was bending down to reach into his desk, but as you shot the sword out of his hand, you see as he, he doesn't turn his head, his eyes just look over to glance at you. And uh, then he turns to have a square stance with the desk. He bends over and throws the entire desk at you. You take 18 bludgeoning damage. 18 mahogany damage. <laughs> 18 ma- And this desk is on top of you now as you're kind of like partially buried underneath of it as you're already on the ground and it is thrown on top of you. <laughs> so you have concealment from him, but he has concealment from you and your stupid gun. Is <laughs> the entire point of that action. He then realizes and looks at the desk. 
<laughs> he did this out of frustration. Snow is smiling, looking at the desk, looks at him, looks at the desk. He reaches over and presses a button on the walkie on his shoulder. Send up the eliminator. Ow. His hands have holes in them. <laughs> Only one does. You've always shot his sword hand. What, he picked it back up with the same hand? Yeah. <laughs> That's his sword hand. I'm guessing that the Eliminator is probably that robot that we dodged downstairs. <laughs> Who knows? I think we'll find out in like two to three rounds. Right, uh, there's a mahogany desk in the way. <laughs> um, Snow's turn, right? Yes, yeah, Snow's turn. Let's get it. So you said Sounds there's good. a desk. There's a desk <laughs> crushing your good friend. <laughs> who has two HP? <laughs> Dang it! You doing okay? Like you, you look a little rough. <laughs> no response. <laughs> uh, if, if, if this was a Pokemon game, you would just hear the red health flashing sound. He's just, just like, dying noise. Like that. Uh, He's just covered in blood with a desk on like, top of him. Or, internal organs hanging out, lung and punctured. You're doing good. You look fine. You're doing. You're doing good. You're doing good. Um. Okay. Looking great, champ. Focusing my my dark magic over top of him. I focus and I essentially am going to cast cure moderate wounds on him. Cool. So you are going to get twenty healing. All right. Uh, and I stand up as a move action. Oh, nice. That's that's a smart one. Brushing myself off, cracking my neck. Oh, this is the wrong form for that. Ooh. Tama, top of the round to you. All right, well, I'm going to move up to him. Sure. I'm going to try and... I'm going to try and trip him. Sure. One. That's a one. That's, that's oh, a no. fail. Uh, no. Okay. Yeah, now, you lost your footing, stumbled a little, couldn't quite sweep his legs, and you're just standing there, and you just, like, leg-kicked him, and you're just staring at him awkwardly now. Zana, your turn. Go ahead. Roll hit. 21. That's a hit. 20. That's a hit. Okay, both hits. All right, roll your damage plus sneak attack. <laughs> my sneak attack. So 29 and 24 for my total damage. And then I will take a five-foot step back. Johan, you're being crushed by a desk. Oh, yeah. A mahogany desk. That's pretty <laughs> heavy. Yeah, it's pretty heavy. What's I your... here have a picture of a large executive mahogany desk. Oh, that's very pretty. Yeah, uh, I like that. How many pounds? Uh, you wonder, this might be weighing. Yeah. 330. Yeah, that sounds about right. Which that's is about your... 90 pounds less than my heavy carrying limit, uh, limit as Johan. So you could push it off you, but it would take all of your strength. Yeah, it certainly would. You could push it off you and stand up, and that would be your turn. That, yeah, that's what he's going to do. He's going to okay. push it off with his feet. That's hand-carved mahogany. General Roland is taking a glance at his surroundings. He begins to bend down and pick up his sword. And as he does, he makes a sudden dash straight for Johan. Does he provoke an attack opportunity for leaving my sword? Yeah, absolutely. I am going to try and trip him again. Well, that was slightly better than a one, but not much. That's a 27 in total. Alas, it is in vain. Looks like he takes a runner's stance, charges, jumps over the desk, lunges at you, and with a blood-curdling scream, bears down on you with his sword with two hands. Goodbye, Johan. Does 29 damage. <laughs> He's not Yo dead. What? He's just unconscious. <laughs> Uh, that is, uh, I would, it's it? not just unconscious, it's dying. Dying. Unconscious and dying, but not dead. And he stands now on the other side of the desk. Same side as your own. 
and he's standing there with a bloody sword after Johan's now lifeless body falls to the ground. All right, so, GM. Hi, how are you? It's contingency plan time. It's contingency plan time? All right, if he gets all those actions to take out a potion and drink it, I get to do the same, along with his DNA. Scrape, 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 I got some blood here. And to clarify, I'm going into my inventory, pulling out a potion of unspecified source, and I'm going to mix it with his DNA. So with that, Tom, it is your turn. Okay, well, I will run up to him and attempt to trip him one more time. Yeah, trip, trip's the best move, right? It never fails, except for when it fails. Like, I, I really think, I only probably but like, need like a 10. It's gonna work eventually, right? It's a nine, so it's a bit better. Um, 32. Thank your resident witch for dropping his CMD. You knock this man flat on his butt. Still below nine, still below the 10. Like it's still below a 10. If it, if it wasn't for both of these characters debuffing his strength, <laughs> it would not have went through. But you do succeed in this instance, and you leg sweep, and you hear this large man just crashes down on the ground. Um, so that is your turn, uh, Zana. Seeing that Johan was alive, actually, and managed to, like, sear his wound shut and everything, I now know that he is, in fact, not dead, or at least still think that. He wasn't dead then. Since you saw him... He did get slashed and very much collapsed to the ground. Is he? Inside? He's on like negative five HP right now. I'm going to dump. I tilt his head up and dump a cure serious wounds potion down his throat. You would have to move over there. Uh huh. And then my standard action would be to right give him the potion. He certainly ain't gonna fight it. Okay, go ahead. Uh, roll your healing. That'd be three d8s plus five, I believe. Johan, the, the the squad's really trying to keep you alive. Seventeen. Cool. You heal seventeen, Johan. And Johan, as you gasp to life, uh, feeling rejuvenated, you're not quite sure why, an invisible force is like looming over you. You can feel invisible hands on your face as she was tilting your head up, and she whispers, it's okay. <gasps> oh, that makes it so much worse. And you suddenly snap alive, and it's your turn. Mama, <laughs> Mama, was it you? Only to some. What is he looking at? He's on the ground next to the desk. Is Okay. Everyone is surrounding you. The generals in front of you also on the ground. Tama is like standing next to the general. You feel this invisible force kind of propping you up and you see your deputy over in the corner mixing potions. The general's still holding his crazy blade. It's in his sword hand that has been shot twice. Next character, hand sundering. Just <laughs> make it so it can't be used again. He's gonna try to get away. Okay. If he moves away, he's gonna get slashed. Hi. Oh yeah. I'm just gonna shoot him in the hand again. No. But he's at a. It's there's an additional minus four because he's prone. I think. Yeah, you have a minus to hit, and he has a bonus to AC. Yeah, so it's gonna be a total minus six. Johan. Yeah, it's pretty bad. What? What's going? I'm alive. Die! Oh my Die! So, 23. That hits? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, guns are great. Guns are pretty nutty for hitting things, to do things. Uh, three damage, but also, heck that hand. At this point, uh, he's got to lose a finger sometime. <laughs> it has gotten to the point where it is the general's turn. And yeah. he can no longer wield a weapon with his hand. It is just eviscerated. Um... I'm saying that you have done the de necessary debilitating damage to this member that it just effectively ceases to exist. If this man lives, he does not have a left hand anymore. He goes, 
And he reaches beside him where the blade was and picks it up with his right hand. Mm-hmm. And you're still right next to him. So he just reaches over and slashes at you. And he gets a plus to hit. What are you at now? Because you're taking 17. Oh, well, th- then I'm at negative seven. Oh, you're at negative seven. Dang it. I only have one of those potions left. Um, Snow, it is finally your turn. Do some big magic. Thanks. I drink the potion of true love that we obtained from floor 10 from Lust, the demon, with General Roland's DNA inside of it. That she got from having removed the spinal implant. She was using her entire turn to mix the two together. It is finally paying off as you see, almost as his form shrinks. Um, um He was enraged. What's shrinking? I'm very his, his, well, Some of him his shrinking, form. some of him's enlarging. Stop! <laughs> this got um, so much worse. <laughs> you see as this individual, the veins that were bulging in his neck begin to recede and his pupils, which were very large, begin to narrow. And he seems to calm down a little. It's not worth it. Calm down, darling. There we go. Ugh, just uh, so strange. I just felt the need to murder all of you in cold blood. R- rubs his eye. Yeah, r- rubs his eye that got shot. With his hand that's not oh, that, there. That has like three holes in it and is missing a middle finger. Oh, are, are you are you okay? She's playing oh, this. Are no, you okay? I, I, no, I haven't felt this terrible in ages. I oh, yeah, honest. you kind it's, of... It's been a while, uh, honestly, like back in the good old days. Uh, I almost lost my leg, but I mean, where are you at? Oh. <laughs> oh my back feels terrible. I, 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 maybe it's the arthritis. Please, dear God, let this last forever, so that way we don't have to deal with this again. Yeah, but we still have the, uh, we still have the Terminator that's coming up here. Uh, Roland, when you were in that enraged state, you seem to have, um, might have called the, the big metal... Something or other in the distance. I don't know what it is, but I hear. You have to be a little bit more specific. I'm not quite sure what you mean. What? What, what did he call the Terminator? The Terminator. Uh, a Terminator. Oh, the, the Exterminator. The Exterminator. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the other one was copyrighted. Like someone had a patent on that. It was. It was pretty bad. We had to change yeah. the t- name yeah. around a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, we were gonna go on a picnic today, and I don't know what happened. Uh, uh, pi- why are the blinds down? Why is my desk going? And you see, he pu- pushes a button, the shades go back up. Oh, it'd be a lovely day for a picnic. Snow just starts casting, like, cure moderate wounds on Johan. Zana, hold him back so he doesn't shoot him. We just got him calm. Hey, can, can we get a... For some reason, the Terminator was called. Can we, can we get that back on rotation? Like, we, we, we don't need it up here anymore. Uh, oh, darling, you look like you're... Uh, you, you could really just... Why don't you sit down for a second while I just... Uh, here... Get you a snack. Pure moderate. <laughs> you can't see that on Yeah, him? yeah, sure, yeah. Sure, yeah. Sure. I'm being nice here. We're we're at a good place. So yeah, darling, you were telling us about your work with Camille recently. Oh yeah, I mean, okay. So I was. I don't remember the conversation particularly. I know. I I don't know oh, what happened. What? I mean, wait. I'm doing anyone. I didn't. I, why didn't I ask Abigail to bring in any chairs? I don't know. Abigail, can, can you get chairs in here? And you see as he just walks over, he picks up his desk and he puts it back to where he's supposed to be. And he, he, he just goes and you see this little stenographer lady just walks in with four chairs. And... Everyone's bloodied. <laughs> she, she doesn't bat an eye. So is this uh, how one of your usual training sessions go with your men? Yeah. It's 
I broke that glass window the other day. I threw one out of it. He fell from a two-story building. I mean, like, it gets pretty wild in here some days. The snow message is draken. How are things outside? What did you do? She takes a picture of the room and also Roland and her. She gets a selfie. What did you do? Uh, fell in love, I guess. Or made others fall in love. You know, the usual. Zana will message the, uh, as it seems like all of the, the blinds are up, the spy group chat. Target acquired. Let's bounce. It was chaos. Do you know how maximum security, the maximum security section in the R&D department of a maximum security military base is when the base goes in lockdown? I think they sucked all of the air out of the room. There were lasers. Well, you can thank your local witch. Uh, Roland's currently in love with me. I, I, I don't. I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I think it's thank your local demon. Actually, I'm. I'm I, I. I saw that we got what we needed. I'm leaving. Bye. Yep. So picnic, everyone. Oh yeah. I mean, we're, I, I hear the fjords lovely this time of year. A little late for a picnic. Um, we can go get like maybe like dinner. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe get yourself cleaned up and we can meet oh, around. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, darling. Later I, thirty. I put my nice suit, my my suit back on. Oh yeah, yeah. It's sure. What, up. what time? Where? Where do you want to meet? <gasps> where do you want to meet? <laughs> you know a good restaurant. <laughs> I'll, I'll follow you to the ends of the earth. Like, where, where do you want to go? We know one good restaurant in the place. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. How about this? I'll call you. Don't call me. I'll call you. I'll be back later. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you. Let's guys go. Go, 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 go. God. Sure. Where are we exiting from? <laughs> the front door, I guess. Is, is Johan wanna... just getting left there for just an FYI? And I don't know if he's positive HP yet. No, I, I cast care. But you didn't roll for it. I need you to roll how much it healed him for. Okay. Because, I mean, what what's the minimum healing it does? What's the plus that it does? Ten. Oh, then oh, you're, okay. you're at least conscious. You're... You, you heal you by 32. swear you died twice today. What? Did I die? Yep. A little yep, bit. Yep, I died. And this is hell. So, as you try to get up, you feel a force behind you, easing your... your What's your going on? And all of you walk out of the general's office. I'll see you later, darling. Yeah, see you at 5.30, I think. Yeah, you'll ring me. 6, 6.30. 6.30? Yeah, 6:30. Just, just leave, leave a memo with Abigail. I'll, I'll, I'll meet you there. I uh, to wear a spiffiest suit. All right, she nods to Abigail. Abigail, and they start walking. She just nods very confusedly, and you all walk to the elevator. What, what, what are we doing? I got a date with the general. Don't worry about it. And I think that's where we're going to end this week's episode of The Odd Campaign. Oh, he'll look so swanky on his day. Let me see. It's a tuxedo for the marriage. You know? Oh, there wait, you wait, go. Wait, <laughs> no, God. Thank you, Foundlings, for listening to this week's episode of The Odd Campaign. If you like what you hear and you want to support us, then the best way you can do that is by sharing this with everyone you know. Because clearly, if you like it, everyone you know should like it. Because that's how personalities and friendship and interests work. Obviously. And you clearly want to share the wonders of this podcast with everyone. Your mom, your dad, your grandma, your dog, your cat that keeps getting into things, but it needs to be have their attention corralled at all times. This podcast is perfect for them. And if you guys want to interact with us directly, you can go ahead and join our Discord. The link is down in the description below. We constantly chit-chat with fans, and you can even hop in voice chats and talk with us directly and play games. We're currently playing Boulder's Gate 3, so if you want to hop in and play some RPGs with your favorite characters, feel free. We're always on, except for when we're not. But don't pay attention to that. 
Also, I want to give a special thank you to all of the people who provide music and ambiance for today's episode. And if you like any of it, you can also find the attributions down in the description below so you can listen to their music whenever you feel free. So a special thank you to Monument Studios and Michael Gelfie. And all the other music is also listed down below for you guys. All right, that's all I have for you this week, Foundlings. Stay tuned next, next week when we get back to the more misadventures of the Yacht Campaign. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye, guys.